Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth, and it is Halloween week. So it's been a bit of a quote unquote freaky week. My husband has been traveling a lot, and so between working full time, the podcast, The Evolving Mama, and getting the kids ready for their school parades and costumes. It has been a busy week. We also enjoyed some snow and really cold temperatures on Halloween. So depending on where you are in the world, uh, that could have looked very different for you. But we were bundled up with coats on over our costumes. I am so thrilled to bring this episode and conversation to you today. This is really a full circle moment for me and for Julia, as she describes in our conversation. Today, I have Julia Martin of Dream Your Life on the podcast. She is a manifestation and business coach, but Most importantly to me, she is my mentor, my expander. I began working with Julia directly in October of 2022, and she certainly helped me change my life. And her energy is just absolutely palpable. She is meant to bring her energy into this world And whatever her mission is, it will be reached because people are able to so connect to her and absorb that. And I hope you have the same experience in this conversation. Julia is just so real and vibrant and really explains things so beautifully and in a way that is so easy to digest and understand. And she's such an inspiration, and for me personally, one of my biggest expanders. Before we jump into the conversation with Julia, I wanted to let you know that I actually have one to two one-on-one coaching spots available to start with me this year in 2023. So one to two spots, it will be part of my Awaken Within container, which is 10 weeks of live one-on-one coaching with an additional two weeks of uh, messaging support as well. But this is really for you if you are just feeling, you know, maybe a little bit overwhelmed or burnt out or just kind of disconnected to yourself or your life. Maybe you're not really feeling all of the joy and fulfillment and happiness that you would expect to feel. Or perhaps you just realize that there's more to life or you know you're meant for something bigger, something better. You're ready to make a commitment to yourself. You could even be interested in really getting a little bit more spiritual, reconnecting to your soul, your higher self, and committing to some tools and resources and practices and rituals that are really going to enhance your life and help you live the life of your dreams that you really, really desire. So 
If you are interested, feel free to send me a DM. You can email me. It's Kristen at theevolvingmama.com. I would be happy to connect with you. You can book a free clarity call if you want to just ask some questions or learn more. I'm happy to connect with you via uh, a phone call or via email or DM, whatever works for you. But I am looking forward to speaking with you and seeing if this program is a good fit for what you're looking for. And finally, if you are enjoying this podcast and are feeling up for leaving a rating and review, I would so appreciate that. The feedback and the comments mean so much to me. It is really the fuel that keeps me going uh, and sustaining this conversation, which is so important and truly part of my mission. So without further ado, I would love to jump in and let you listen to my conversation with Julia. You will find that she spent many years in business development at big companies like Google and Twitter. And even before that, she experienced a layoff. And now she is living the life of her dreams. And I hope that this conversation expands you because I know every time I connect with her, it certainly does that for me. Enjoy. I'm Kristen Elizabeth and welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. This show holds space for you as we begin to uncover who we really are on our path to awakening. We are here to guide you back into your power and to discover your purpose in this lifetime. You will be inspired to reconnect to your higher self and tap into mind, body, and soul to find clarity, confidence, and joy. Join me and inspiring guests as we share evolution through career, motherhood, spirituality, manifestation, and co-creating the life of our dreams. My intention is that these expansive conversations act as a mirror where you begin to see a reflection of who you are and who you want to become. Now, together, we expand. Hi, Julia. Welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. Uh, Hi, Kristen. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, you are probably my ultimate dream guest, (laughs) ultimate expander and soul sister. I obviously we have so many conversations, but I am so excited to actually connect with you and be able to share you with my audience and my world. I cannot tell you how honored I am to be here and how incredible it feels to be here and to it, it does feel like a full circle moment. I feel like I say that a lot, but just to have seen your journey and then to be here experiencing your magic and have, to have been part of the creation process. Like there's so many things that are just filling me up with gratitude and excitement and just purpose, all the good feelings right now. Thank you. Well, I have so much gratitude for you spending time with us today and me today and we have so much to dive into because we were talking a little bit before this and I did a little channeling session and it really is just this energy exchange 
and this conversation that can just begin to expand people and open them up to new possibilities and new beliefs. So I'm so excited to dive in. One thing that I say when we get started is whoever is on the other side, right on the mic, you are potentially an expander or somebody can see the reflection in you. So I really like to learn a little bit more about your origin story. So a little Mm -hmm. bit of what life was like growing up, your family life, and how that kind of shaped how you saw the world or what possibilities you had in your life. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I feel like I I've kind of nailed my story and like how I share it. And I, I rarely go back to childhood because I don't know, people usually want to know when did you discover manifestation and like your low point. Um, so I I'm so happy to share this. I feel very grateful. I had a really good childhood and um, it's interesting because when you're in this work, I've actually had a lot of guilt around it and sort of like, well, shouldn't I have some trauma or shouldn't I've had this, like these dark things that I had to work through so I can be more relatable or that I can have like this story of coming from the bottom. And I've worked through that a lot. And actually I, um, this is kind of a side note, but I was speaking with a medium, Jessica Rachel, who I know you've had on this podcast. And she was like, well, you have, your soul has had all those experiences. In fact, your soul chose this one and chose your parents because you knew that you needed to have the love and support and all that kind of baseline taken care of because you have bigger work to do and you didn't need any of that anymore to work through. Um, so all of that to be said, I know I got really woo really quick, but Love it. I had a really great childhood. My parents are still happily married. They almost to a fault believed in me. It was very much Julia, you can do whatever you want. At the same time, it was like, but if you get into the best school and if you get you know, the the best job with the title and the, oh my gosh, well then we're going to parade around and like, you know, it was not that there was so much pressure, but there was this kind of underlying expectation of, of um, I got so much validation when I got the straight A's, when I did the, you know, performed and did the things and um, you know, was at the top and won the award and blah. And so um and again, not the fault of my parents, but I sort of lived my life like that, like doing all really working really hard and then getting rewarded for it. And throughout childhood, um, there was definitely, I, I wouldn't have called myself spiritual, but I visualized like I, I was a dreamer. I would close, I would set a goal for myself and I would close my eyes and imagine it happening. And I did this for everything, Kristen, from um, I would write down specific grades I would want to get on tests or at the end of the year. I still have journals that are full of it. And then at the end, I would star. Yep, done, done. I'd get everything, all of my goals. Um, I would say, I want this boy to like me. I want this to happen. I want to get this, you know, certain experience. And I would close my eyes and put myself there. And I just thought I was a really good goal setter. I just was like, wow, I'm like really good at goals. And then later when I, read Mike Dooley's book and discovered manifestation, I realized, oh my God, I was manifesting. I was totally, and there was no limiting belief that was blocking me. It was like, 
you know, that childlike wonder of I can do anything, but then I had my parents supporting me saying you can do anything. So I was like this master manifester, um, got into the dream school, got, you know, but then, then I lost it all and got, because I had got hit all those milestones. And when I graduated college, I didn't have the vision anymore. I was sort of like, well, what do I do now? Like, what's the, you know, there's no test to get an A on. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like the wild West again. And then I started hanging out with people who were like, life is really hard. And all these stories, you know, living on my own and people saying like scarcity mindset, all these things that I started to just believe all that and, and get really scared. Like, oh, you know, this is 2007, 2008 recession. I can't get a job. And then I, I got a job and I got laid off, got laid off again, got laid off. I'm like, oh my God, nothing. What happened to me being on top of the world and making everything happen? And so it was just really in a, and in, you know, it's everyone, I realized this is all relative, but for me, it was my rock bottom. I just was like, life, I cannot believe that this is my life right now. I've gotten laid off three times. Like no one is ever going to hire me. I have no experience. I'm borrowing money from my parents every month. I'm hanging out with people who I just know are bad for me. Like this isn't the life that I thought I was going to live. This is not the world seeing the best of me. And Mm -hmm. that's when I read Mike Dooley's book, Infinite Possibilities. And I was like, oh my God, it was that remembering. It was like, yeah, that's what I was doing. I know what this is. I can do this. This this is like, this is the secret, the ultimate life hack. And that was the the beginning of really doing this work and believing wholeheartedly, like I can create anything through my thought and my belief and my focus. Yeah. And you know, there are so many people who had a beautiful childhood growing up and who were so supported and it absolutely should not mean that you aren't asking yourself the question like, well, why do I want more? You know, because there's always more. And I think your story is a testament to having grown up with that support and love and consistency, but then having some trauma happen in your life that can happen at any stage of our life. And obviously that trauma provided that remembrance and brought you back to this work today. So Let's talk about the work a little bit um, before Mm -hmm. we dig in. So what are you doing today? What is your soul path right now? And what are you offering to the world? Um, So my title is manifestation and business coach, but it's like, I'm I'm, I'm almost averse to titles right now because uh, there are so many things that I'm doing and working on. And that encompasses like, you know, I, I work with people privately, um, mostly women who are starting businesses or starting careers. That's my kind of sweet spot because I really like bringing in the left brain and the right brain, the tactics and the spirituality manifestation and business strategy, like all of that together. Cause I'm not really, I still, and Kristen, you know this, I still, if someone's like, um, are you spiritual? I'm like, I'm almost hesitant to say yes. Cause I, I am obviously like I, I practice, like it's my world, but I'm still so grounded in like science and truth and, 
um, skepticism. And that's, I, I've come to terms with that's just always going to be me. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to go fully the other way. I think I'm always going to question, but I think that's also why having a podcast for me is so fulfilling and so soul aligned because it allows my skeptic come to come out, but play in this world. Um, so anyway, I work with clients one-on-one like I did with you. Um, I, I found myself sort of in this niche of helping women build coaching businesses. So I have a program called dream your biz to help women create and launch their coaching practices using manifestation and all the strategies that I use to build my own. And then most recently I have the mastermind, which you are a part of, which is probably my favorite thing that I've like container that I've created. Um, and then on the side side, no, it's definitely taking up more than half of my time at this point. I have a, a program for high school students, um, that teaches mindset and manifestation along with professional skills and networking. So again, the mindset you know, the right brain and the left brain, the tactics and this, and I'd say more of like the mindset, not a little less spiritual for the high school program. Um, and then I speak, I run workshops. Um, but really like when I think about not title, but overall purpose mission, it's in bringing these teachings to the world. I don't really care how anymore. I've really kind of surrendered to this idea of like, it can be through a program. It can be through groups. It can be through a book. It can be through a podcast. It can be through speaking or workshops or whatever, but I want to teach people and empower people to realize how powerful they are, that manifestation is real, that it's not some trendy woo thing that we can create our realities. And maybe more importantly, that the goal isn't to have the amount of money or to have the job or to have the thing or to have the vision board come to life, that the goal is fulfillment and joy and happiness. And mm. like, if that's, if we can make that the focus, I mean, that's, that's the world that I want my kids to live in, you know? I love that. I love that. And I think what's wild is, and this will parlay into my next question, but if, how long have you been doing this work full-time? Oh my gosh, not very long. Yeah. Um, so I, so, um, started my coaching business on the side as I started my podcast end of 2020. I had my third son, Wit was just born. He was three weeks old when I'm like, I can't handle this anymore. I need to start this podcast. Cause it was just, I was bursting at the seams with this calling. And now at this point, Kristen, I'm pretty sure it was a spirit guide or something. Like it was not even me. It was not a, um, a conscious thing. Cause consciously mm -hmm. I'm like, why would I do this with a three week old and two other kids? And I'm on maternity, I'm sleep deprived. There was something that was such a strong pull. I remember I feel, I felt it like here, like I would wake up, like, I have to do this. This is crazy. I have to do this. And then I got, I had the mic sitting in here and all this stuff. And I'm like, I know this is wild, Alex, but I'm going to start this podcast. Like, and I'm like, you know, hair's crazy bras out, like feeding the baby. I'm like, but I, I need to do it now. And I enrolled in this course and launched the podcast and then did my first episode before I went back to Twitter where I was working full time. Um, 
that was the beginning of what I would say is doing this work Mm -hmm. was starting the podcast, which was the beginning of 2021. And then, um, I, that led to coaching on the side for, for about six months and then end of 2021, um, my team at Twitter got acquired and I had the choice to move to this new company, bigger title, more money, all the things that I ever wanted or take a severance and like go for it and make this my full-time thing. And it was such a hard decision, but in retrospect, it was like that, that was it. That was like the final kind of, I don't know if this is a thing in spiritual, but it was like, this was my last test. Do you want it? Like, how bad do you want it? Go for it. Like, this is everything you ever thought you wanted. And then here's the, the purpose thing. And I chose the purpose thing and I can't wait. So it was beginning of 2022, January 1st, 2022 was my first official day as an entrepreneur doing this business. So it's been, um, what, almost two years. Yeah. What is time? I I know. What is time? Yeah. It feels like you've done so much in such a short amount of time from our perspective. But so I want to talk about that a little bit because I think people or especially just post pandemic, everyone started reflecting on their lives and questioning what is my purpose and why am I doing this? Like I've just been on this hamster wheel and now I want to look at it and say, why am I here? Why am I doing this? And I think a lot of people could learn from you. And I know you just mentioned that this, what this offering came right for the severance, but I really want to dig in. Like, what were your fears? What were you questioning? What did those conversations look like in your head or with your husband? Like what came up for you in actually going after your dream? Oh my God. So much, Krista. So, so much. I I mean, it was, it was, um, deprogramming basically every, well, first of all, everything that I had been ingrained in me of what success was. Cause again, I, grew up with, you know, in Silicon Valley, like my, um, in the heart of tech, my parents met at Stanford, my grandparents met at Stanford. Like we had a whole family, like our whole family was very much, um, and bless my parents again, but they're, they're, they're a little bit like education snobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love them, but like, and also like, it's very much about, Gosh, I feel so bad saying this because they're such good. They're literally the best people in the whole world. But that's also their generation, right? It was like, right. um, you know, like where you go to school and the title and your job and your career progression and how many how many years you've been in the field, that kind of thing, you know. Um, and even for my husband, we were actually talking about this last night because for him too, it was maybe like less about like the names, but it was it was all about um how many degrees do you have? Like, that was the whole thing. How long did you go to school? Basically, yeah. which I think it's like, so wild right now, because it's just, it's so backwards in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I think one piece that was really hard was that I had a lot of my self-worth was tied to these names of these companies and to my title. And for a long time, even afterwards, I was so embarrassed to say I'm a manifestation coach. I almost felt like introducing myself as I used to work at Twitter, but now I'm, or I used to work at Google, but now I'm this, or, or just like kind of brush over it. And I'm, I'm in business, you know, like, 
Um, and I realized that now, obviously having done a lot of the work that, um, it was a, it was a lot about self-worth and perception of what people think of me. And a lot of it was backwards thinking because, um, as I stepped into owning who I am and what I do, I realized people were way more curious, not necessarily because I'm a coach or anything, but because I was so aligned with what I was talking, like sharing. It was, it's like when you're living your truth, there's an energy to that. So it's like people are naturally drawn. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? Because it was like, they could see that I was lit up by what I was doing. Um, so, but anyway, to your question about what was difficult about it was that it was losing that it was losing quote unquote credibility. It was also losing what I thought was 15 years of um, building towards this career that I felt like I was almost starting at square one again. Whereas, you know, in my career, it was like every year I was getting to another level and another level and another level, which also meant more money and more money or more money. And, um, it's the whole golden handcuffs thing. I felt like for a long time, I can never leave this because now we live this lifestyle and I'm an equal contributor to our household. I it's irresponsible, but also there's so much fear and like, can I do this on my own? It took me 15 years to get to this level in corporate and I'm a top player, you know, a, a top salesperson and what if I can't make the money like are we gonna go I had I had fears that went as deep as are we gonna be homeless like is this is this gonna put us into foreclosure and then I was like okay that won't happen because if really worse comes to worse I can ask people for like for help and so but I did have many thoughts of well, what's going to happen if we have to downsize and change our lifestyle and, um, and you know, all the things that the stories you create around money and security and that. So there was the self-worth, there was the financial, then there was the, um, the whole feeling. And I think this gets people stuck a lot, especially people who kind of feel like they they're in this situation. That's kind of cushy. Like, I know my company. I'm kind of coasting right now. I got this really good work-life balance. Like mm-hmm. I can fit things in and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, if I go and start a business, like, am I still going to be able to pick the kids up? What, it, how you, you hear all the stories of the entrepreneur burnout and this like, and I'm like, but here I am at Twitter and I, t- I don't go to work on Fridays and I blah, blah, blah. And it's so easy. And I can have my podcast on the side and it's, I figured it out. And you know, everyone thinks I'm doing well. So I know that's not everyone's story, but for me, that was another piece. It was like, why would I leave that behind too? It's like, I've, I've got it all right now. This is a huge risk for so many reasons. Um, and then there was, there was um, real conversations with my husband who, and, you know, we were talking about this last night, Kristen, um, we went out to dinner last night and I was actually talking about our mastermind and some of the questions that have come up. And I was like, you know, Alex, I was saying how grateful I am for you, but what I didn't share was a lot of the earlier struggles that we had and challenges. 
um, that have gotten us to this point where you believe in me just as much as I believe in me. And I, I, I do remember when I was making the decision to go all in on my business and having that conversation with Alex, I'll never forget where he's sitting next to the fire and he was kind of like, and he's, he's a huge supporter of me, but he was like, I think you should take the job. Like he was actually saying, I think you should take the job. And then, and this was at the beginning. And I was like, wait, what? I thought you would say, go for the dream. And he's like, but what if you take the job and start building it on the side? And I'm like, oh my God, I can't do that. Like it's either take this job or go for my business. Like also if I take the job, I don't get severance. And mm-hmm. um, and I asked so many friends, like really dear friends. And they said the same thing, like, oh my God, but this is the title. This is like, you'd be owning North America. And like, like you, this is, is like, don't you think that you should consider it? And you could always go back to build a coaching business. What about if you do that? I'm like, no. And in my heart, every time someone would say, that I it was a sinking feeling until one friend she wasn't even a good friend I asked her I'm like I'm trying to make this decision you know I have to let them know by xyz date if I'm gonna go take this job or take the severance and and go from it and she was like oh my god take the severance go go for it there's no other time than now and I remember like tears coming down and wanting to hug her Mm. being like thank you there's my permission there's your permission And then I, when I told Alex and he saw the conviction, he was like, okay, let's do it. And, and then he didn't, he's, he hasn't gone back, but he did say, give me a date, like, give me a date, like March, but let's wait until March. And if your seven runs out and you're not at this moment, then we got to reconsider like, and, and I totally get that. Like, yeah you know, I can't expect him to be a manifester like me and believe that it's just all working out. So I appeased him and I'm like, yeah, here's the date. I'm going to start looking for jobs at this point in my back of my mind. I'm like, I'm never going to start looking for jobs. Like it's never going to happen. And it yeah. never has. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. those resonate. Those could resonate with anybody and everybody. And I think you having that experience of being laid off before that, so many of us oh, yeah. feel like the corporate is the safe route. Yet when you go through those experiences, you create that belief and understanding that it's not safe. It's not any safer than the other. I want to ask you, and then we're, we're going to dive into manifestation, mm-hmm. but before you talk to that person who gave you that permission, if you hadn't talked to her, knowing what you know now, if you were to touch Julia, Julia's shoulders then and look at her in the eyes what would you tell her about making that decision? You know, it's interesting is, and this, this goes to the, what I would tell anyone. And it's not what I would tell them. It's what I would ask them. Mm-hmm. What do you want? I knew. And that's the thing we all know. We all know. So it doesn't have to be someone giving you permission. It has to be someone asking the question or you asking yourself the question, closing your eyes and feeling into what you know to be true. So good. So now for anybody who is going through that experience and having those questions and asking everyone around them, what do you want? And feel into it. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Um, 
and, so, and I'll just share one other one other like more tactical thing because I do like the tactical with it. Yeah. I did do a little um ex, uh, exercise that I think is really helpful when it comes to these kinds of decisions. So you basically it's it's the best case worst case scenario, and um you can you can do kind of like um you create like a little what is this like a four um, by four or two by two. Yeah, two by two chart yep. or graph. Um, and in one quadrant, you're gonna say, uh, or on what, like in the in the different rows, you're gonna say, okay, for taking the job, and then the second job, the second one is for going, you know, starting my business. Um, and then for each, you say, okay, what's the best case and the worst case? So I did this for okay. I was thinking if I stay at Twitter stay in my corporate, not at Twitter, but it was moving on to this other company, bigger title, best case, have this title, more money than I've ever made, prestige, people think I'm really great. I get to travel and feel really good about my title and, you know, great connections and great bonuses and security. Worst case, I hate what I do. I I'm so miserable. I see other coaches, other people, other going for their dreams. And I feel pain of guilt and regret and shame and like all these things around the fear that I let, you know, and worst cases, I get let go in three months anyway, and I'm back to square one. And then I've lost all this time. And it's just, you know, mm -hmm. um, worst case for going for my job, like going for my dream and starting this business is I try my hardest. I do all this stuff. I can't get enough money. I can't get enough clients. And in six months, when we hit March, I go and look for another job. And by the way, I have a lot of connections and, you know, it might be hard. It might be a recession, whatever, but I can figure that out. Best case, I'm living my purpose. I'm serving people. I'm changing people's lives. I'm making more money than I've ever made. I am lit up by life. I'm, um, it, it was like the list was just unending. It was like the dream. And you, I took a step back and looked at this. I'm like, this is so obvious. <laughs> like it is so obvious. I love it. I love it. You're always here for the do with the woo. And yeah. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a brilliant process because they really, they, they work together so beautifully. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. So you obviously, once you read Mike Dooley's book, one of them anyways, um, you connected the dots. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've always been doing this. Right. Yeah. And so you are really like a master manifester and you not only just talk about this, but you embody it. And throughout that embodiment and practicing, you've created your own method to manifestation, mm -hmm. which is really, they're all components of manifestation, but it's really kind of the process of what you go through and, and what type of order and things like that. So I'd love for you to introduce yeah. and talk about your manifestation method. The dreams manifestation method. You know, it's so funny because I, ha I had someone on my podcast who was like, here's a blueprint for manifesting. And I always was like, well, I have my own process. Like I know what I do when I manifest something, but then all of a sudden I was on a run and this happens to me all the time on runs. I was like, oh my 
And I started thinking about my, cause I was thinking about something that I was manifesting and I was going through my steps. I'm like, I need to share my steps. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, my steps actually ha- like are spelling this acronym. And all of a sudden it was like the dreams manifestation method. And, and it was like a full, I remember I was running and I had all these goosebumps because I'm like, yes. it's so perfect. <laughs> so it's the dreams manifesting method. And the first step is D, which is declaring what you want. It's, it's, and I say this all the time. It's almost ironic because you would think that oh, that's the easiest step. You just ask for what you want, but you put it out there. You know, So many people that I work with, Kristen, they don't think about what they want. We just go through our lives thinking about what we don't want, what we want to change, what sucks, what drains us, what stresses us out, what gives us a good, but we don't spend any time thinking about the things that we do want. So the first step in manifesting is you actually have to get clear on what you want, whether it's something tangible or specific or more intangible, like, I want to wake up excited about the work that I do, or I want to um, feel abundant and um, feel really good about my finances, or I want want to, um, you know, experience a really incredible vacation with my family, or whatever it is. Like, get clear on those that thing that you want or desire, and then the next step is realize thinking about all the ways you're blocking it because that desire. We, it's all available. It is all available to us. I'm starting to see this more than ever. It's just, I almost see it visually. It's like, it's just energy. We're all mm-hmm. energy. And it's like, we can attract it. The only thing that's keeping us from attracting those things that we want, which is, it's the law. It's the law of attraction. We, if we think about those things, they're being drawn towards us. Um, We're blocking it with the stories and our limiting beliefs. So the next step is in reframing which is one, get clear on all the reasons why you can't have that thing and reframe them into reasons why you can. Affirmations, poke holes in those stories, tell yourself new stories, Um, find counter evidence, find expanders that are doing those things. So, um, and I know we have just, we don't have that much more time, so I don't have to give like specific examples, but, um, or maybe I I, I can, but like- Oh, okay. Um, well, I shared this on my podcast, but Mike Dooley, because we've been talking about him, I really wanted to get him on my podcast. It was been something for two years that I've been dreaming about. And I realized I had kind of declared it, but I, I had so many limiting beliefs that were just blocking it. Like, and I, when I had this moment where I was like, oh my God, of course he hasn't showed up yet because I don't actually believe that he wants to. I don't believe that I'm worthy of it. I think he's too busy. I think he's too big. There's, there's too much, like he's too big in my eyes, like, because they're, you know, he's like my idol in so many ways. I feel like I would have had an easier time getting Britney Spears on my podcast than Mike Dooley. That was how much resistance I had around him. So I, I actually went through one by one, all of the reasons why he wouldn't join me. And, um, started reframing them like from you know I'm being annoying because I'd asked him so many times in my head I'm like he's so annoyed by me he hates Mm. me and his team is sick of me like it's just it's too much like let go it's and then I reframed it as like I'm asking to promote his work 
I am his biggest fan. I have sent, I have bought his book. I mean, probably a hundred or more copies of his book, given him to friends, families, all my clients. I'm giving him a platform. I have a hundred thousand, you know, listens on my podcast. Like this is to promote him. No, it's not annoying. Like I, I need to let go of that story. This is a great opportunity. I'm not asking to be on his podcast. I'm not asking him a favor in that, you know, typical sense. Like this is actually something that could help him and promote his work. So, you know, that's just one example and so many others for me. He doesn't have enough time to, you know, and one by one started reframing them. And every time I did, you could, I could feel like the charge of this resistance lesson. And then you just, the the idea is you just repeat those new stories and all, and this is where science can come in too, because there's power to affirmations. We are rewiring our brain. Neuroplasticity is real. This isn't some woo concept. You can look at your brain scans and see this, like there are new neural pathways being created. Um, Joe Dispenza's work. I mean, look what he does. Like you can completely rewire an entire brain. And this is through telling yourself new beliefs. So the step of reframe, it's not just affirmations for the sake of affirmations. It's it's telling yourself a new story because if you can believe that, that's the fundamental part of manifesting. So then we go into um, the envision. This is visualization. This is my favorite manifestation tool. Close your eyes, put yourself there. Use all five senses, envision it. For me with Mike Dooley, um, I know his like Zoom background so well. Like I just, cause I've been in so many of his classes and I, it was me closing my eyes and imagining him coming in to the screen and just like his jumbo, like the whole, yeah. I can, could feel it through my whole body. Like I could see it. I'm I, like tasting the coffee that I had just been, not too much coffee cause I don't want to be jittery, but like the whole thing thing I could just experience it and see it and then I also visualize like where he is when he's gets the message that you're going to be on dream your life when he sees it pop up on his calendar when I see it pop up on mine um which I just saw because it's on the calendar for next week um next Thursday in fact I will be interviewing Mike Dooley um right before we talk again oh Um, wow yeah so so then then we go into a, which when I described it on, um, I've changed this one. I had it as act as if, which is prepare for your manifestation. Um, I've changed it to align your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I changed it when I went to Columbia and I ran these workshops um, for teachers there and I walked them all through the dreams method. And by the way, this trip to Columbia was unbelievable. Like teacher, I thought this is another example of I don't want to define what I'm doing because I thought I was creating these programs for students and I realized that teachings are almost, if not more valuable for the teachers themselves, for them to be able to manifest and understand their own power in order to to empower their, their students. So I was running these workshops and um, I was actually like, I wrote on the board dreams and I got to the A and I was like, in that moment, I'm like, it's, it's not, it's not act as if it's align your energy. And so we did this whole gratitude practice. So aligning your energy is to me, it's, it's embodying this 
gratitude for what's to come, but it's also this gratitude of what you have. The more you can be in a space of feeling grateful and appreciative of your life, the more you're open to getting things to appreciate. It's like this, I could go on and on about the power of gratitude for feeling better, but it's also this energy of opening yourself up to all good things to come to you. When you feel grateful, the floodgates open. So aligning your energy, gratitude is a big part of it, but it's also getting excited. Like it's, how am I going to feel when Mike Dooley comes on? I'm going to be so grateful for that opportunity, but I'm also going to be, have butterflies, excitement. I'm going to be like, um, you know, like inspired, just lit up, joyful. And so kind of tapping into that energy of how you're, how you want to feel and embodying it now. So that's the align your energy. And then um, M is making moves. Um, taking action, knocking huge. on doors. What? I said huge. Taking action. Huge. Yeah. yeah, taking action. Like everything we've been talking about today, you can't just light some incense and expect for like, you know, visualize these things to come in. We have to put ourselves out there. We have to do everything we can from where we are. Um, and so in the Mike Dooley case, it's what can what can I do that I haven't done before? that, um, you know, I've reached out to him on Instagram. Maybe I could enroll in more courses, get, maybe get, um, active in his communities. Could, could I reach out to his brother? Could I reach out to someone else he's at on his podcast? Could like, who could I talk to that maybe is in his orbit? Um, are there any other books that I could read or things that could, I could be inspired by what actions can I take that are, aligned with this goal. If it's obviously, if it's something like, um, starting a business or like I wanting to manifest success, like you could, there are actions upon action. So it, it is about taking an aligned action and taking an inspired action, which people talk about a lot. Like you don't want the action to feel like drudgery. Um, but what is something that you can do that feels good and inspired and that will move you closer to where you want to go? Um, but this leads us into S, which is I didn't have in the beginning. And then I was like, oh, but we're missing something to this step, which is such so important. I'm like, oh, my God, perfect, because it starts with S. It's the surrender piece. Taking action while not getting attached to how or when, or exactly what it's going to look like. It's this idea of this or something better, letting go, like putting in the request, doing what you can, and then letting go. And I think like, I was actually talking about to someone about this with um, the context of wanting children. And I think this is like such a big piece, the surrender part, because especially, you know, for us, me, like a type A kind of like, I, I, I want to do all the things and control the thing. It just, it doesn't work. And I think, um, with, with conception and fertility, that's where you can really see it there. You cannot force that to happen. You just can't, you've got, you do, you do all, all that you can eat the right foods, you know, have sex dirt while you're ovulating, like those types of things. But 
other than that, it's like you put the request in, now let go, trust, believe. When you're holding so hard and so tightly onto something, that in and of itself is creating resistance. I had to with the Mike Dooley thing. No, I'm do I did a few things this week. That's enough. It's happening. It's working behind the scenes. I can't see it, but I trust that it's happening. As soon as you let go, things start to move. That's when I got the email from him. I like, I did this podcast episode and I'm like, that's enough work for the week. I'm letting go done. Two, uh, the next week, nothing happened. Two weeks later, I get in my inbox an email from Mike Dooley, just him from his personal email address. He's like, hey, thanks for the excitement about the show. Yes, let's do it. I'm like, how did you get? It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I am going to ask him though how he, how he figured out how it all came to be. Cause I just want to know, but like, it was the letting go that is so big. Yeah. Oh my goodness. When you said, um, when it's happening, you know, next week, I just saw all these fireworks. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like the most beautifully explosive oh conversation. Oh my God. I and... hope so. I'm just so nervous though. Yeah. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, so much Luckily, it's a podcast, though, and not something live, because I don't know if I could do something live. Right. There'd be too much pressure on that, on yeah. that especially because, like, everyone knows how excited I am about this. Yeah. Well, this is, like, one of your biggest manifestations, and I love that you're saying, I'm so nervous because I'm actually going to be doing a solo episode soon where I'm like, the title is going to be how to get rid of fear, you know, something like that. And then I'm going to talk about how you don't actually ever get rid of fear right? Julia, you Mm -hmm. are, you've been so successful in your corporate career. You are now so successful in the work that you're doing as an entrepreneur and fulfilling your passion and purpose. Yet you still have fear. You're still nervous. All the time, all the time with so many things, but, but I fear feels very similar to excitement. Yeah. And there's that, you know, there's, there's fear when you don't want to do it. And then there's fear when you're excited. Mm-hmm. And I have sort of trained my brain to think of the fear exciting, like the interviewing Mike Dooley, like the getting on stage, like the putting out a reel that's kind of, I'm like, this is growth. This is also, I'm so grateful that I get to still feel this. I don't think my mom felt fear, excitement in her career Mm. as tax attorney, Uh, you know, like, and she's, she's very open about it. She didn't didn't like her career. And those were a lot of the examples that I had growing up is you work to make money to have a life. But so much of what I do and the reason why I love my work is because it's ingrained in my life and it's part of my purpose. And so I love that I still get scared because yeah. that's, that's a, that's, that means I care. That's excitement. That's feeling. Yes. Yes. And we can show so much gratitude for kind of standing on the shoulders of our parents or our grandparents yeah. or our ancestors, yeah. right? Because we probably wouldn't be able to do what we're doing today without them, you know, in some no. ways making sacrifices. No. So 100%. And that's why, again, there is no, not one ounce of 
like blame or anything like my parents are amazing in every way and there's they did everything that they could um but now as a mother and I look at my I'm like knowing all this stuff and and it's the time that we're living Kristen like this is we are all this there's an awakening happening and it's so cool to be a part of but I'm like I I look at my daughter I'm like I literally anything you want to do is it, I'm I'm going to support you and encourage you the most important thing is I want you to believe in yourself and never let go of the dreaming, like never let go of the connection to what you truly want, because it doesn't matter. You don't have to go to college if you, I don't, yeah, it'd be great because that, that opens up more opportunities, but if you don't want to do that, don't do it. Like do what you want to do. I trust you. I love that. We are absolutely ascending into higher consciousness and I know we are about at time. So last thing, since you shared the dreams method to manifesting, what would you tell, you know, it's a great blueprint or path to take, but what would you tell people to just, how would they get started? Um, How would they get started? Well, I mean, I think the first one of, one of my favorite tools to kind of figuring out where do I even want to work on what do I even want to manifest is is the wheel of life which it just you just look at the different areas of your life and you can look online type in wheel of life there's um you know there's personal development there's your career there's finances there's fun there's spirituality health um figure out kind of how you feel in those different areas and maybe if you kind of like do the there's a way to fill out this wheel to see how balanced it is if one feels really imbalanced and it it will be abundantly clear like I need to focus on my health right now on my physical health and maybe the the manifestation is just to feel incredible in your body and to feel vibrant or feel or maybe it's do a handstand and yoga or like something like more specific. Um, you can think of this as a goal, but if you work through the, the, the framework, this blueprint, you start to realize that, oh my gosh, there is resistance there. I don't think I can get in this shape again after kids. I, you know, I don't know if I quit drinking wine. I don't know, like all these whatever things and start to reframe them again, envision yourself, like vision boards work for this, like put yourself in that um, bathing suit, feeling great about yourself or exercising or whatever it is. Um, Start to align your energy, start to feel good now, feel grateful, take action, like, you know, come up with a plan to get healthy, to eat, eat, you know, like plan your meals or whatever it is. Um, take the supplements, figure out what you can do from where you are. And then, then it's the letting go. And maybe that means don't get on a scale every day. Maybe it means like, um, you know, just trust that it's working out and don't put a specific date that things need to happen. So I think you can use this framework for really anything. It doesn't have to be some like, I want to manifest a million dollars or like the, you know, Bali vacation. It can be for any kind of goal or thing that you want to work on. Yeah. I love that. And it really gives you the opportunity to have some 
introspection and dig in mm-hmm. to figure out what you really want to manifest. Julia, I have just loved this conversation and I know everyone else is going to totally enjoy it and just take in so much. And hopefully they, if they aren't manifesting today, they start to adopt the dreams method. And I think it's such a beautiful approach. How can people connect with you and work with you? Um, I mean, I think connect with me. I'm on Instagram, dream your life now. I'm really not on any of the other channels. Um, I'm working on my website right now. Um, it's getting updated, but it's dreamyourlifenow.com. Um, I, I, in December, I'm going to have, um, I'm offering for the first time, like a little mini, um, 90 minute. I've, I've, I've always done like longer packages, like, or longer containers of three months, but, um, I'm giving a few people an opportunity to get like a dream your, calling it dream your year. So it's, um, a bundle of three sessions with me. Um, and then, yeah, I have, I have programs for, uh, dream your biz will be launching again early next year. If you're interested in, in starting a coaching business, um, but yeah, things are all, things are always moving. They're always fluid. I don't, I've, I have lots of ideas and things. Um, and then of course, if you, if you have, um, are interested in the, my high school program, career foundations. Um, you can always reach out about that as well. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love you. Thank Thank you you. so much. 